name is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode. It's been a while. Uh, my dad passed away July 18th of this year, and uh, it was a little bit of a shock. He had a wound that almost killed him, and doctors were able to perform surgery, and he was doing very well until he went to a wound care facility, and there he died from septic shock due to a UTI, and it was devastating. I'm a daddy's girl. I've always been a daddy's girl, but I've been adjusting pretty well, and then my son came from Virginia to help me go through a lot of his things and... um, I mean, it was just really neat. We spread his ashes uh, while he was here. And I take comfort in work and routine, but I just did not have it in me time-wise or mental and emotional capacity to do a podcast uh, until this week. So we did continue recording our um, podcast I do jointly with Coach Greg called The Art of Self-Change. But as far as, you know, writing the script and doing all of those things, I just wasn't able to get to it. And I'm sure you guys understand when you have a loss um, that's, you know, on that level. Uh, But I am excited to teach you a principle today that has helped me keep obligations and unwise yeses to things out of my schedule. In other words, time management. And also at the same time, maintain what is really important to me. And I call these my absolutes. So absolutes are those things in your life that you absolutely will not do without. They're activities, uh, people that are important to you, or really anything that you want your absolutes to be. I have three, uh, but you can start with one. You can have several. And usually when I'm mentoring people, I do ask them to keep them down to three, though, because then you don't really have absolutes. You just have a bunch of things that you want to do each day. (laughs) So an absolute is on a scale of one to 10. It is an eight to 10. And that's something I'm going to include in my everyday life or at least part of it. And so my three absolutes are God time, uh, my exercise, and then coffee with my hubby every day at five. Now I've had these absolutes for years now And once I defined them, I mean, it was just like night and day as far as my time management. But even with my dad's death and having to go through all of that, plus going through his house, plus visitors, plus all the other things that comes with those, uh, you know, losses and tragedies in your life, I still maintained God time, exercise, and coffee. And I maybe didn't do it perfect every single day, but those were such and are such a priority for me that even in times of stress, I maintain them. So this is like gold right here, what I'm, what I'm teaching you. Because if you get your absolutes in place, when you go through difficult times, you'll be able to better navigate through those times and not just let all those things that are important to you fall to the wayside. Now, um, here's how this works. What I'd like you to think or like you to do is think of one thing that you know is an absolute for you. And if you don't have one, then think of something that you've really wanted to pursue for a long time. And again, on a scale of importance, on one to 10, it has to be an eight to 10. Write it down 
And then next decide, okay, is this a daily, a weekly, a biweekly, or a monthly absolute? So like God time and exercise are on set days for me. And my husband is every day our coffee together. So I then had to decide what time of day I was going to, you know, perform my absolutes. So God time for me each day is at 4 p.m. So that I can end my workday strong. I have a little bit of some devotional and things that I do in the morning. But my, you know, focused presence time uh, will finish my work days. And then exercise is Tuesday through Friday. And I do it at either 1 or 3 p.m. Now, because these are habits, which did take some time for me to develop, it's like clockwork. But at first, you may have to develop and put reminders around your absolute habit. Uh, You can put them in your phone. You can write them on a piece of paper. Uh, One way uh, to make sure you do them is, uh, I can't remember the full name, but it's basically an interrupt where you write down, on these days, I will do this for this long at this time. And then you have your plan. So you've got to have your plan. You've got to have something concrete. You've got to have where your brain is beginning to realize, okay, she's serious because what happens to a lot of people is they'll have a new habit they want to start or something new that they want to do, uh, a goal they want to reach, whatever it is, and then they don't ever make it into concrete, actionable steps. And then a year later, years later, decades later, they've still not done the very thing that they've wanted to do. So it does take time, and I don't have really time to go into all the science behind creating a, creating habits, but if you schedule it, you write it down uh, so that you see it daily and you have your plan, then you will get it figured out and just stay consistent. So with the basics out of the way, I can show you how it works. So with my absolutes, I say no to anything that is not an absolute emergency. And notice how many times I've used the word absolute that conflicts with my absolutes. So what that means is I don't schedule clients at 4 p.m. during God time unless I know that I can spend time with him earlier. Now, sometimes a three o'clock may go long and that messes up my absolute, but even that last, let's say, you know, 30, 20 minutes, I will still at least get some worship music on and focus my attention on him. So even then, I'm, you know, like when people want me to go out for and me to change you know, my time with the Lord, uh, I'm very reluctant to do that because I don't want to break my habit. Same thing with exercise. So I do my best to schedule all of my appointments, my work, and my days around my three absolutes. Having absolutes is also a healthy boundary for doing things or saying yes to things you really don't want to do or that you do, but no, it will, or that you can do it, but know that it will cost you an absolute. Now, here's what I mean by that. In the past, I was bad at saying yes to others out of a sense of obligation or people-pleasing, and I found myself committing to things I really, really did not want to do, or I'd want to do something just as badly but realized that it would cost me an absolute. Therefore, my answer was a big fat no. So what? here's the thing. Whatever you say yes to will cost you time doing other things. And our society is way too dominated by obligations, tasks, and scheduling. So what I will sometimes do in those cases where I want to be involved is I will ask if there are parts that I can help with instead of the whole enchilada. Or maybe I'll commit a certain amount of time that isn't in conflict with my absolutes. If I just can't make it work, I will refer someone else that I think might do a great job or be an asset to the project. 
One of the best rewards of filtering all decisions and activities through my three absolutes is I have time to do the things I want to do and be with the people I want to be with. You know, it's funny, people think I'm the busiest person they've met and that I must not have any time for anything else but work. That is not true. I am very wise. I am very strategic with my business and time. And that allows me to craft out all the time I want to read, to spend evenings with my spouse, to listen to records, to watch the shows I like, and to rest. Another reward is eliminating um, the people-pleasing, the obligatory yeses that give people I no longer fear saying no. My life is my own, and I refuse to live under anyone's expectations of what I should do with my time, my gifts, and my skills. I try to be helpful. I love to serve with excellence. And even if I'm declining an invitation, I want to be helpful, helpful, but I will not take on any guilt for saying no. You only have one life, and you need to make sure it's the one you want to live. It is time for some real talk. Does your brand feel like it's a bunch of puzzle pieces that you've tried to make fit? When you look at it, does it clearly and beautifully and professionally communicate who you are and your brand's message? If not, I've got something that might help you. I created a brand personality quiz a few months ago. What? You you didn't know about it? Well, this quiz takes maybe five minutes and it will show you which of the 12 brand personalities you are. And I have to say, you're welcome. So after you take the quiz, use the helpful information and the tips you get to flesh out your brand in a more cohesive way in all of your digital and printed material. Let me make it plain. If you get your brand right, you will make more money. And your brand personality is what makes you irresistible. It helps you find your tribe and your tribe finds you. So go to sherryannwilson.com forward slash brand dash quiz and get started. I hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business. I've got a lot more free training on my website at sherryannwilson.com. Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world. Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph?